Annyeong, and welcome to Halujuku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, Pity Rave. This is episode 66, That Sweet XOSCO. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Juku, your portal to the world of East Asian pop culture, uh, if you've forgotten all the other ones. Uh, I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my brother in arms, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? This is an arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, I, I have had a whirlwind. I have food in my mouth. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we are here to talk about East Asian pop culture. Um, I think we talk about what's new, and I think the elephant of, in, in the room of what's new this week is, of course, uh, our boys in EXO. Uh, we had to talk about them right away. Uh, just cause, mm-hmm. Uh, we can get those fans that SEO, uh, and we can please them right away so that once they're done with this, they can leave. Uh, no, I love EXO, you. I love EXO, that. EXO, SEO, SEO, SEO. <laughs> I love you, Exotics, and I'm still gonna call you Exotics. I don't care about XOL or whatever that is. You're still Exotics to me, damn it. Uh, XO comes back with Call Me Baby. Uh, not a cover of Call Me Maybe. But its own song entirely. Um, it's, it's kind of a classic EXO song. Uh, it's shot. It's not a dance in a box per se. Uh, has a little bit uh, more of an extra setting, but it, it is shot similarly to, to the Iridong growl video. Uh, and it, it actually has a little bit more, a nice progression for EXO. Actually, yeah. I kind of like the song. It, it, it's a different track, uh, but definitely was, the video and the choreography. Like the dancing in it. Like, I, I, I thought it was a good use of kind of the props and stuff in the video. Um, but I, I, I like that they didn't hardcore go with the one shot. Yeah. Because, you, know, you know, that's kind of their thing. Yeah, the one shot. They kind of played around with it. it, it things flowed, but it, they didn't just, like, d- rely on the one shot. Uh, they did cuts and transitions and stuff like that, different outfits. Uh, the song's good. It's gonna be exactly what, what exotics love. Uh, and it's gonna win many, many music shows. And that's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but it, but it is a catchy song and it, and, and it works it and, and the dance is cool. It, it, it is a catchy song, and like you said, like it's it's a really really good dance. Like I I gotta always give it to uh, EXO. Their their choreography is always fun and on point. Yeah, like it, it has some really good points uh, yeah. in the choreography. And, and there's just like a really sweet kind of R and B feel to this, like that I I really am enjoying. <laughs> yeah, like it, it it's a it's a pretty cool quality track, and uh, I think we both both dig it. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna be an everyday listen to me, or it's gonna really go on my my playlist all the time. But hey, it's there. It's cool. Uh, uh, I can't hate it. I can't hate. <laughs> uh, pretty cool stuff. But yeah, Kaz, 
Let's talk to you. Kaz, what's new okay, with I'm you? I was, I was rocking out to the Exos. <laughs> 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 um, all right. This week I kind of took a divergence from what I would normally pick. Um, and, and I kind of scoured around a little bit and I was looking for stuff. I was definitely going to use that EXO song at first, but I, like Petey said, I think it was one of those things where it kind of is really out front and, and, uh, doing things really big right now so that kind of had to be its own separate thing so for me uh, i thought i'd go with something a little different uh, i kind of scoured through one the k um and i found a couple of groups and people that i i'd never heard of before and one of them being uh Petey brown um featuring canto uh and there was a few interesting things about this right i really really enjoyed the song itself but i kind of enjoyed the fun of the video using the 360 camera. Yeah. Um, it's I, I thought the mini it planets. gave it a fun, <laughs> yeah, like I thought it gave it like a fun, unique, like perspective and it, it, it has this weird feel where like it does look like they're on these little planets. Um, and I thought it was just really fun. Yeah. It was, it was a well shot video. Like it, it has an interesting visual concept. Uh, just like, yeah, like they're on this little, like, the ultra fisheye lens thing, mm-hmm. and on, like, these sphere shots, uh, which is really cool, like, it, it was creative, and, and the song is cool, and the song, uh, is catchy, uh, but yeah, it was, it was really well done. Yeah. Um... Other than that, like, like I said, I'm not, I'm not super familiar with, uh, with PD Brown, but... What 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 I heard here like has made me want to go look at more, and that's kind of something you always want when you hear music for the first time, and it's yeah. kind of new to you. You you want it to catch you to a point where you're like, oh, I definitely want to go check out more of that. I definitely go want to go hear more of what they got, and I definitely want to do that now. I want to go hear more of Petey Brown. Like, yeah, pretty brown. They're pretty brown. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, though we don't really get a good look at them, but yeah, they're, they're, I guess they're pretty brown. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah, you don't get the on them, but it, it's a good song. So, uh, my next one, another, uh, a band that I'm not, well, no, 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 this is another group. I'm so confused. Where am I? I'm right here. Uh, <laughs> um, this one was another like really, really, really fun video. Um, the song is called Spring Breeze by, uh, Lean Muse. Lean Musai? Lean Musai. You say say or say? Say. Say. Okay. Like, yeah. Um, I, at first I kind of wasn't sure how to feel about this song, kind of going into it. Um, but as it went on, it really kind of caught me. And the video just caught me too because it's so freaking fun. Uh, like, watching everybody watch the video. Yeah. <laughs> like, and just do weird shit. <laughs> I'm completely distracted. Like, this one lady puts the, puts the banana aside and puts the banana peel in her smoothie. <laughs> She's so distracted. Yeah. One, the one other dude ends up peeing on the other dude's shoe. <laughs> yeah. And then random white dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, and it's a really nice song. Like, like, yeah, the visuals of the video are really fun and really kind of catch your attention because of like the, the fun distractedness of everyone. But I just like, I, I found the song really like soothing. Um, yeah. in a, in a way, like it, it was really soothing and really fun and just really like such a calm, interesting song that I was just like, man, this is really fun. I like this. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's a really cool song. I like the, 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 the feel, like the, the guitar strum at the beginning is nice and kind of brings you in. It has a, mm-hmm. has a nice little like funky, like d- disco guitar-ish sound, but it's, 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 it's cool. I like the song. It's a feel good song. Uh, and, and it is a feel good song. Yeah. And, uh, this, uh, song and now the other song that you got for us also is uh, letting us know, I guess spring is here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, that song was called Spring Breeze. The next song is called One Spring Day by Tate, which is a, a duo um, that I'm not, once again, something I'm not familiar with, but something that caught my attention in such a way that I definitely want to go check out more of their work, um, which was kind of my theme for today. It was like things I'm not familiar with that I definitely want to hear more of, and I'm sad that I haven't heard of before. Uh, and... This was something like that too. I thought this was going to be like a really song, soulful ballad song, but it kind of picks up a little bit in the middle, and uh, it's still uh, soulful. It still has a lot of soul to it, mm-hmm. um, and it's still really interesting in, in that aspect. If that's something that you like, um, and I'm pretty sure that they have more like this from the way that their music is arranged. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I just, I don't know. I kind of, I just enjoyed it for what it was, and I really liked it. And I thought it like it was a really simply shot video. Um, it's one of those videos that me and PD always talk about in uh, Korean music, where you, it's a video about them making a song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then uh, yeah. they're also burning themselves some hand drip coffee, and they're they're in their like you know adorable little uh, uh, striped sweaters and. With their keyboards and being cute and adorable yeah. and likable and like boys next door, but it's like yeah. there's also a couple of moments where the video almost seems stalkerish, like yeah. when it's like when the the camera's like looking through the window and like moving back and like kind of peeking around, and you're like, are they being stalked? What's going on? And just uh, somebody's uh, like, but no, it's just a Opa, I love you, <laughs> Opa, sarangi. <laughs> but no, it's just a it's just a really fun and soulful song about about you know one spring day about springtime um, for for Kessler. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh yeah, springtime. Um there's there's only one thing. Uh, of course what uh, what's new with me was that uh I I'm home. I'm no longer in on the West Coast. <laughs> uh you know, we, we didn't have an episode last week. I'm sorry. I was just exhausted. Yeah. Just needed time to rest. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but like we talked about last episode, it's a song, the, 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 there's just the one thing that is, uh, is, is new with me. There's a couple other songs that are really cool that came out in the past couple of weeks. Uh, but there's one that is, uh, king among them. And of course, it's my girls in crayon pop. Finally coming back with their Shin Sedong Tiger, uh, produced track. Hot club jam banger. <laughs> My thug queens rated it slay left and right. Crayon pop with FM. Um, I've already talked about how much I love this song. I saw, I, I was, I was able to see it live. Uh, well, live uh performed you know for the first time and i loved it then and i still love it now the video only adds to the fun of the the song the fun of the the comeback and the fun of the concept uh it you know takes that 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 takes they straight up came and snatched momo clothes weave 
Is Kima just mm-hmm. snatch Momo Clover, uh, Momo, Momo Clover Z's weave and just said, you know what? We're taking over. Uh, you know, mixing out, mixing the ideas like the Power Rangers slash Sailor Moon slash, uh, Ultraman slash, I don't know, just mixing all kinds of stuff in there and looking amazing. And the, the song is so good and the video is so good. Ah, uh, I love it. Grandpa! FM, yeah. Uh, Kaz, what did you think about this? <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed it for for kind of what it was. Like I, I, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest Grand Pop fan, uh, fan, fan, fan. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was silly. I love the like kind of mix of a bunch of different things that happen. Like there's a mix of uh like Sailor Moon and Power Rangers and like uh like other kind of superpower things going on here. Uh like Master Chief shows up at some point. Yeah. yeah. Like like t- Tuxedo Mash shows up, like fucking Master Chief <laughs> shows up. Like I was just like, oh okay. We're just gonna yeah. mix a bunch of genres. I just thought it was gonna be Power Rangers, but yeah. <laughs> no, they just they just <laughs> went through a few different things and I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. I thought it was fun. I thought it was very crayon pop. Yeah. But in a the, really good way. In a right way. There's always, there's also points in the choreography where they straight up form Voltron. I also love that, uh, your boy way, your, your girl way, uh, my girl way, uh, straight up uses brass knucks as a powered weapon. <laughs> Just add into that thug, that thug queen status. Got them brass knucks. You know, it's just a beautiful thing. Um, and there's just so many great moments. The, 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 the choreography is well done. The song's well done. I think the only criticism that I saw, cause there was like some criticism about the track and it kind of a dumb way to criticize it. It says that somebody was commenting that had been there and went like, well, you know, y'all should lower your expectations cause it, it's just kind of like, sounds like a tiara song. You know, it's like, is is that really a negative? Like <laughs> Tiara puts out bangers like left and right. Like of course it sounds like that because it's just a dong tiger. Like like if it has the 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 positive aspects and the kind of the the catchiness and kind of the things that that make Tiara's you know singles that uh you know Shinsu Dong Tiger Tiger's songs for Tiara work so well. What exactly is, how exactly is that a criticism? Like, like how, you know, it, it's, that's part of what makes it so good is that it has all those like aspects of being like a really cool banger of a song, uh, and catchy and like the, the chorus works well and the, and it works well with the dance. And yet they are still able to add that crayon pop flavor to it. Uh, which is, you know, it's just, I love it. I just, I, I can I also say, I, I thought it was really funny in the video that, like, every time they went to kind of do their super move, they would almost get defeated and somebody comes to save them. Yes. And to me, in my mind, that just makes me go, like, maybe your super move takes too long. <laughs> it's like, huh, Can we take out move. a couple steps here? <laughs> yeah. Like, just, you know. Know, maybe maybe simplify things a little bit, you know. Um, but, yeah, I could, I could, I could squeeze about Crayon Pop for, for, for hours upon hours. But... I'll move on to another group that I love, uh, with a, with an interesting cool comeback, um, uh, Mamamoo collaborating with, uh, singer-songwriter Esna, uh, who is a frequent, uh, collaborator with them, usually as just a songwriter and like, 
you know, behind the scenes, but they, I guess they decided to kind of, you know what, let's have you be up front and be part of the song. And that song, you know, of the five of them is Aoop. Uh, and it's kind of that, that Mama Moo sound, uh, that you know from, you know, Piano Man and, uh, from other tracks. It kind of has that soul, you know, uh, doo-wop kind of like feel to it. It, it's, it showcases the vocals above uh, anything else. And with great, con- with really good contribution from Esna, I think it's just another really good song. And, such a catchy song, such a, such a good mix of vocals. Esna's contribution really makes the song work, at least in, 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 you know, the studio version. Um, and I, yeah, I ended up digging this track. What, what, what did you think, Kaz? I really liked it. I mean, I, I'm, st- I think, as we've said and said again, like, Mama Moose is a group that is constantly growing, constantly getting better, constantly evolving, and, and, but they already have a really solid foundation in what their sound is, and it only grows from there, and it, they have so much potential, like, yeah. they have so much growth potential, and I really like a lot of the stuff they, they're doing. Yeah. Um, the only, and, and the only somewhat negative thing anybody said was, it was like, is that it's, it, this is like Piano Man, only less good. Uh, which still, and then people, they qualified, and that was on Asian Junkie, uh, they qualified by saying, well, that basically leaves it at still really good quality song. <laughs> like, you know, like, cause they've got a high floor. They really can't miss. <laughs> like, there are groups that can't miss, and the only thing that he had to say was that he just wants to see them rise even further. Uh, but, yeah, this is just a really good quality song. Like, uh, is it better than Piano Man? No, but it's still good and it still works well. Uh, and, and Esna, I like seeing Esna kind of put, uh, forward, uh, cause she's always around. She's a pr- pretty prolific singer, songwriter, prolific songwriter for sure. Uh, she was behind, you know, Piano Man. She was behind the Peppermint Chocolate song they did with K. Will. Uh, mm-hmm. and she's been, she's been behind quite a few tracks out there. Uh, so it's kind of cool kind of seeing her get center stage. Uh, so yeah. More great stuff from Mamamoo. Uh, and last but not least for comeback songs. Uh, we had our girls. Oh, baby, I like it raw. <laughs> Uh, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on. Um, Miss A with Daro Namja Margo No, or Only You. Uh, it's our girls from Miss A. It's Susie. It's Wang Fei Fei. It's Jia. It's, uh, it's Min. Uh, it's Min's boobs. Uh, uh, and it's a song Only You. Uh, and, it's a quality track. It's a really good, it's a really, really good visual of a, you know, music video. Um, partially because of Faye and partially because of, of Min, who kind of breakout, sta- breakout star status, uh, for a couple of reasons. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it, it was just a, it was a really good quality song. I, I love seeing Miss A be back. I love kind of seeing that, that what they do, what, uh, now, especially, you know, kind of like, yeah, Miss 8 always kind of has really solid tracks. 
Like, it yeah. always has really solid tracks. What do you think, Kaz? Uh, I, I, I like Mitsay. I like Mitsay a lot. And I really, really like this song. And, uh, I really also like some of the, uh, outfit choices for this video. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of had me sold on some of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, it is a very, 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 like, kind of sexy-ish video and very sexy ish not sexy but very sexy ish like and i and i like that and i love the beat like i i I don't know who did the beat for this but holy shit i really liked the fucking musical arrangement on this yeah it's like it's really well done the song is catchy the the visuals are on point the the dance is done well when you get to actually see it uh Mm -hmm. And then if you see like the dance practice videos, yeah, it's, it's pretty on point on quite a few of the, uh, sections. Uh, really good choreography. Uh, really good song. Yeah. It's just another quality Miss A comeback. Like there's nothing really to complain about. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to see the girls back. Uh, and, uh, and of course the breakout star. God damn. Miss A. Min. Like, I, she's, she's usually kind of this adorable little goofball, but damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. Min. How you doing? <laughs> uh, turn into Enzo Amore here. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> um, even though, even though in, on our show, I'm the, I'm, I'm Big Kaz and, and Kaz is Enzo. <laughs> hey. That's the dynamic here. How you doing? Uh, oh. and you can't teach that uh <laughs> but moving on more awesomeness from miss a but we got to move on to another really cool like uh, a side thing the last little thing uh which was a really cool like little cover dance the uh, dance not cover dance dance cover god damn it they 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 got me in the youtube uh video link uh title um the upcoming girl group the arc uh from I, i'm I don't know which label they're coming from, but, because uh, <laughs> they just have their own YouTube One video. Of them. Um, but it, it, this is the group that is featuring Yuna Kim, uh, you know, rapper Yuna Kim, who we've seen before, and, uh, Jun Minju, I believe so. I believe, yeah, Jun Minju, who we talked about before, who's kind of been nicknamed Little Boa, uh, which is kind of a, a, a Big title to live up to. Uh, yeah. and a few other girls who I'm looking forward to meeting and getting to know. Uh, cause they impressed in this dance cover of BTS's Boy in Love. Uh, and it, they just kind of go all out with just power move, power move. Like, we're gonna do this as powerful as a boy group does it. Uh, if not more so. <laughs> like, uh, and and it was actually pretty impressive. Like, uh, did you think so, Kaz? I I did. I I liked the dancing in this. You know me. I'm I'm kind of really nice, clean, cohesive dancing. Fucking gets me every time. I yeah. love nice, super clean dancing. Like it's so awesome. Um, <sighs> but yeah, no, I thought they were really, really, really cool. But I I don't know. I don't, I mean, it's one of those things, right? Like, cause this group kind of has a, some hype coming around it, you know? Um, and it's one of those things you kind of worry about cause you're, you, you tend to start to think like, 
there's all this hype, especially on who some of the, the, the members are being compared to, especially on, excuse me, especially on what they're, you know, their hype train is and like, okay, you're kind of showing us this dance and like, and then a, a lot of groups do that. They start out kind of showing you the dancing because that's usually the easiest part to display. Um, but I'm just wondering what their sound is going to be, you yeah. know, like I'm just wondering what it is that they're going to sound like, what it is that they're going to be like, what it is that is going to make them unique and, and really show this kind of talent that they're, they're, not saying that they can display, but, but in the sense, putting along a that is going to be displayed by this group. Yeah. Um, the idea of a, again, we've talked about it before. The idea of a powerful, uh, girl group always intrigues me. I think always intrigues the both of us. Uh, just cause that there's, there's always need of a nice, powerful, uh, girl group. Um, uh, so we're gonna, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. The, 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 I understand the concerns, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it as well, but I always like to be kind of devil's advocate when I can. I always like to kind of question what, what is the, what is the motive? What is the thing that's really going on? Like, is this overhype or is this the exact, the exact quantified amount of hype that we were supposed to get? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Did I order this hype is what I want to know. <laughs> is, is, is there a fly in my hype? You know? Right. Exactly. Uh, is this a hype undercooked? Um, but yeah, that's what was new with us. We're going to f- head over into our headline segment, uh, and talk about some of the, the headlines going on, some of the going on. So join us. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our headline segment here on Halijuku. We're going to talk about some topical topics and some interesting articles. Uh, first of all, uh, first off, I wanted to bring up a really cool article on Asian junkie courtesy of one K-popalypse, uh, called a, uh, and I love the headline, a hepap primer for K-pop fans who shower. Um. Oh. <laughs> people who seem to like this technical post. This is kind of more along the lines of you are familiar with K-Popalypse's work, uh, is more technical, uh, uh, articles where, and this one, he kind of gives a nice little breakdown on hip hop music and what rap music is, what rapping is as opposed to hip hop, kind of more going, uh, taking the stance that rapping is a vocal style and hip hop is a, you know, uh, a, a culture, uh, talking about what, you know, rapping is, you know, uh, who actually raps and what, you know, what makes a good rapper versus a bad rapper, how we could basically kind of breaking down and how us as people that don't speak Korean can't really know for sure who's a good rapper, bad rapper, technically, especially with idol rappers. Um, kind of, you know, brings up some cool points here and there about what matters as far as like, whether vocal, how vocal tone doesn't really matter as much as, you know, lyrical skills and, uh, you know, the creativity, uh, and d- brings up a lot of pretty good points. And, uh, 
you can disagree or agree with whatever you want. You know, he brings up hypothetical questions and answers them. And I think the main thing that I want to bring up, I think it's something that everybody should go ahead and go read. And, you know, you can disagree with it or agree with it if you want. I, I, I don't. I, I read through the article. I don't consider it all gospel <laughs> and I could ha- have some points to, to rebut, uh, on myself as well. But I think the last question and last answer is what really kind of sums it up and w- something that I've been thinking about and reading and agreeing with a sentiment that I have agreed with, which is the last question. Uh, cause coming off a whole argument about authenticity, he goes, but what's authenticity got to do with actual music? It doesn't affect the way it sounds, and I just know when I like the sound of what I hear. His response, and that is the correct attitude, which is why you should stop banging on about all the other fucking shit. <laughs> it's fine to like what you like and dislike what you dislike. <laughs> it's fine to like what you like and dislike what you dislike. The problem with Korean pop fans is that they feel that they constantly have to make excuses and justify their music taste by proving how great their favorite idol is with a bunch of lies and made of bullshit in terms that they don't even understand properly. You don't have to do this. And with Korean rap idols, you generally can't anyways. <laughs> because these people are mostly objectively not even rappers by any standards. You know, you can argue back and forth, but and with which proficiency in the style is actually measured. You know, I personally, you know, he says he personally quite likes a lot of the raps in K-pop songs because of, like, he likes the way it sounds, but he doesn't try to kid himself and try to say these people are real hip-hop. It goes back to the kind of a point that we've been, that I've been seeing a lot in that I think there is an overall insecurity amongst K-pop fans, especially, you know, in different genres that we try to prove that, you know, we're not weird for liking K-pop. That, you know, we try to prove to other people that we're not weird for liking K-pop. K-pop. Paypop? <laughs> I don't know what Paypop is. Is that a new PayPal? Is that a new startup? You, you pay, it's when you pay to pop and you pop to pay. Pay P-O-P? Uh, that's going to be a startup. That's going to be a startup. And it's not going to have any uh, an A or an O in it, but it'll be called PayPop. Um, but that's beside the point. Um, we try to justify w- that we're not weird for liking K-pop, and we just kind of can just accept that. Hey, this is the thing we like. If you don't, if you're not, if you don't understand that we like this thing because it sounds good to us, fuck off. <laughs> like. I'm not going to sit here and justify it to you. I don't know. Do you, what do you think of that sentiment? Have you noticed that around the, the K-pop fandom? Um, I, I kind of, I think I've noticed that in the sense that, um, and, and this is a concept that we have, we've talked about here on the show a few times of like, what is it that, we're really paying attention to as the Western fans of something that we necessarily can't understand, but we know the origins of what it is. You know what I'm saying? And and there have been times where I'm like, Hey, I like the way this person sounds more than I like what they're saying. And I, I've been caught up in that. Um, but I have also very much, uh, uh, but I've also very much been in the sense that, 
you know, there, there are things that I'm like, you know what? This matters more to me than anything else, or that matters more to me than anything else. And usually it's, it's like you said, what these articles say is the right thing. And I, I, I will be super honest and clear. I have not read this whole article. <laughs> <laughs> so most likely I will end up expounding way more next week after I get a chance to really sit down and kind of pick at this article or whatever as kind of the more hip hop aficionado of k-pop in a, in a sense uh I mean, i'm really going to kind of dig through this and kind of make some counterpoints and or or maybe just totally agree with it but right now what i'm going to say from my own thoughts in what i what i like what i know of korean hip-hop is yeah generally the people who stand out to me in hip-hop are the 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 like lyrical rappers i, I really like people like um I really like, you know, Lee Song for those kind of things. I like the way Gary sings. I like the way his, 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 the words he strings together. Uh, we've, we've talked about verbal gin a bunch of times. We talked about Tableau a bunch of times. We talked about a numerous amount of people that don't necessarily, that aren't necessarily idols, but we've also talked about idols like Top. Top is a really good rapper. He, uh, he does, he he does well in the songs that he's put on. He's done well on his own in his own songs and things like this. We've given a lot of respect to to Ziko, and and we are continuing to have to respect the things that uh, Rap Monster is doing, even though we don't like his inception, right? Um, because the lyrics are good, the song arrangements are good, and there is some genuine genuineness put into this. But I also think there is this kind of taking counterpoint on like oh what does this really mean and what does that really mean that you were saying that i think can sometimes get a little lost um a lot of american rap in itself is a lot of boasting and a lot of things that it's not really a claim to be you know but that doesn't take away any of its legitimacy that doesn't take away any of its styling that doesn't take away anything from it because when you really get down to it, it all comes from the inception of hip hop and telling a story and doing all these other kinds of things, you know? Um, and at a certain point, sometimes rap is just rap and it's entertainment and it's there for entertaining quality. And that's why I can respect idle rap to a certain degree. Um, sometimes it's, it's hokey. Sometimes it's silly, but so is some pop music and so is a lot of the genre of this music in which we're talking about with k-pop a lot of it is pop a lot of it is r&b a lot of it is rap and sometimes there's going to be hokey stuff in there you know and yeah. that's just kind of what it is yeah. um and i, I don't know i don't i don't want to i don't want to downplay anything and especially because i haven't read through the whole article yet but it's kind of peeking through it and, and, and listening to what you said and then kind of taking these points, it's just like, I think the focus at the end of the day has to be on, are you having fun with the music? And if you're having fun with the music, I think that's really all that matters. Yeah. If you like it, you like it, you know, and it, and, it, and it goes back to the other thing that we have said time and time again, it's not going to be for everybody. Not every piece of, of of music is going to be for everyone. Even if it's in a genre that you like, there's not going to be something. There's always not going to be a thing that you like in that genre sometimes. Um, and I think sometimes we can get too caught up on the origins of things and and the and the gen the genuineness of something. Um, yeah. To j and just sometimes sit down and enjoy it. 
Yeah. It's like, you don't have to prove it to anybody why you enjoy it. Like all those, like, sta- I was thinking about standing in line, uh, for K-pop night out and people would walk by and like, uh, it's like, well, what are you guys in line for? Oh, we're, we're in line for the K-pop night out. Oh, K-pop? Oh, okay. Whatever. And it would be like, if, if you were insecure, it's like, yeah, yeah, K-pop. You know, what were you talking about? You're looking down on K-pop? K-pop is amazing. K-pop is the best. It's better than American pop music. I'm like, no, we, we didn't care. It's like, okay, it's not your thing. Move along. Less line for the rest of us. You know, it's like, move along. Go to your, you know, your, your other thing that you have a badge for. Fuck, you know, go away. <laughs> and then we're going to enjoy our thing. Um, but yeah, it's okay. To like K-pop, you don't have to prove it to anybody, uh, and that's going to be our 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 ribbon on that. Uh, as we move on to our next headline, a little bit a little bit of a sad news, uh, kind of a bummer, uh, but understandable news. Uh, SBS is canceling Roommate, which unfortunately makes sense. Uh, I haven't started watching it again yet. <laughs> uh, SBS announced that instead of doing that third season of Roommate, they're just going to cancel the show. And no matter how entertaining I found this, you know, we found the second season over the first season. This makes sense. Uh, season two of Roommate will end on April 14th. A good pro- goodbye party was planned with the cast of the first and second seasons, but that did not go through. Uh, it seems that they were trying to share memories one last time since so many stars went through that house over one year. Uh, even last month, Bruce Mate was preparing for a new season, remodeling the house and recruiting new cast. However, with lower viewership ratings and unclear direction, the show was canceled. Um, the first season was kind of a flop. The second season was starting to, to be fun, and the characters are fun, and, you know, the whole Jackson Youngji, uh, you know, uh, cuteness was fun, and freaking June Park is hilarious. And Sonny was adorable, and Nana kind of contributed here and there. Um, but at some point, it started to become... At some point, like, the thing was, it started to get into this, like, formula of, like, they had one ad- one mild adventure out of the house, and then they invited one of the guests... Uh, one of the sh- members invited a, a friend of theirs over to the house. And they essentially interview that guy, that person. <laughs> like, oh, I'm over in the house. I'm going to cook some food. Let's have a conversation that's more or less an interview of this celebrity. <laughs> like, uh, let's have a conversation. And then, like, and that became, like, the repetitive thing. It was the guest house. It was the guest after another. And they would sit down and hang out with the guest uh, for, for most of the show. And it was like, but they would be cooking and, you know, hanging out, petting the dog or... You know, they would bring, you know, uh, uh, a shoe from SCS would bring her twins and they would be playing with the kids, but I don't know. It, it, it didn't seem like they wanted, they, they, they had any kind of clear direction. So it was understandable, like, or any, any want to, to do any actual reality. So it was understandable that the show got canceled. Even if, even if I did enjoy it a bit, uh, you didn't get a chance to check it out. Are you going to try to f- finish no. it out now? Uh, I've watched the fir- I've watched most of the first season. We know that I watched most of the first season. Um, but I I I don't know. I I just never went back, and I, now I feel like kind of sad. I'm like, oh, was it because I never went back? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It it was 
it, it's mainly on domestic ratings, which, which is a bummer. Uh, there's, there's a fandom out there, but it's not huge. And it's not like Running Man where they can kind of survive low domestic ratings because of kind of their overseas, you know, cash milking, you know, because <laughs> they make money overseas. They, they, they kind of don't have that. So it's tough, but it's, it's a little sad to see the show go. Rest in peace, roommate. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is a sad thing. It, uh, there seemed to be somewhat of a fan base for the show, like, and, you know, it, it just, it, it, I don't know. I guess, like you said, it kind of it played itself out in a sense, and it, that yeah. does make it a little bit sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but moving on to, uh, big news. I think something that we don't want to downplay. Uh, big news. Uh, well, first of all, we found out earlier, I think a couple of weeks ago, quite a bit of a while ago, uh, we got some sad we news. like last year. <laughs> well, we, we said, but, but we said this uh, last year. Oh, we got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so this pr- first, the first headline was, Big Bang, uh, album postponed in most predictable news item in history, uh, which I loved. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't love, but I loved the headline. Uh, <laughs> Um, but we, at some point, we also, we, we, in the meantime, we got a teaser, one of them, who's next teasers, uh, which I'm, I'm still surprised Goldberg hasn't sued, uh, YG for stealing the who's next, uh, catchphrase. <laughs> he probably doesn't know yet. Wait till, wait till they, uh, make that bigger American release. Yeah, it's like, oh, and it's like, you know, he spears YG. Uh, it's been the jackhammer. Um, and then YG will be like, yeah, that new album by Goldberg is coming out. I don't know. <laughs> um, we got a teaser. Wonder who, who's next teaser for it? never come out. Yeah, never come out. Uh, for April 1st, we got like a date, April 1st. We, we, we no, we got, we got, it, it, it ha- didn't have a month and day, and then it slowly, the month and day was revealed, and it was a, was a time bomb. And then on April first, it was announced that uh, we the the time bomb blew up into a big bang, and we got to find out that we get to wait another month uh, for a big bang comeback, maybe, <laughs> because what we got was big bang, and then a series of dates all the first of the all the next five months. What does this mean? <laughs> Does this mean we're gonna get an album on on May first? Does this mean we're gonna get extra teasers a month for the next five months? Because <laughs> honestly, I I would not put 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 uh, that second thing past YG if like every month we get another minor teaser to a possible album comeback, and we have to wait till September to get our big bag album. Um, even if we do it then, I don't know. Can, can you predict what's going on here? Okay. One, we got all excited because that's what happens with fucking anything with Big Bang. We get all excited and the rumors were coming from other people and none of it came from YG's mouth and then all of a sudden, uh, 
we're now fucking getting pushed back because that's the way things work at YG. Like, <laughs> I, now what I think we're going to get is a series of teasers. Um, leading up to the possible then release. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> fucking YG. This thing, we're already in April, and we should have got two teasers already. If it's five, six, seven, eight, nine. Well, we 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 we're in April four oh one. No, the first day is May first. So so we're getting something May first. Okay, I'm confused now. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting something May first, then June first, then July first. Then August 1st. And then finally, we're getting one last thing, September 1st. Um, after, and, uh, you know, the, 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 I should read the article. After about 50 years of trolling Big Bang fans and making even them tire of Fantastic Baby, um, YG Entertainment has finally kept to their promise of for an April comeback by making a comeback that announces the comeback of Big Bang in another month or maybe five. Stockholm Syndrome, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, to give, by the way, I love this top comment. To give things a bit of perspective, EXO's entire career has happened in the time that Big Bang hasn't made a Korean comeback. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Just, oh. In the EXO has happened. Uh, that's pretty fucking funny. Oh man. <sighs> <laughs> so the, the countdown is on May 1st for our first Big Bang disappointment. May 1st, our first Big Bang disappointment. Yep. Look forward to that. Welcome to being a YG fan, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, when's exactly. that new fucking, uh, when's that new 21 album coming out? Never, Um, yeah. You know what? You, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a fucking hardcore bet right now, right? Yeah. I want this on the fucking record. I will tweet it out. I will put it on Facebook. I will do all kinds of fucking things. Um, uh, I, I will do any and everything I can, right? Fucking, we will get another, uh, we will get another Epic High album before we get another 21 album. <laughs> uh, I, that's a, that's, that might be a pretty safe bet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that might be a pretty safe, safe bet. Speaking of Epic High. Yeah. Speaking of Epic High, oh, wrong head. Wrong, wrong, wrong overlay. Speaking of Epic High, Epic High reported to establish a sub-label under YG Entertainment catering to underground hip-hop artists. Uh, apparently Epic High are in the midst of establishing their own hip-hop label. This is being done with full support of YG Entertainment and Young Hyun Suk, aka YG himself, who have, who have appointed, uh, Tableau as the head of this new sub-label. Hold on, wait, hold on. Isn't YG a hip hop label? It's 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 a pop label. It's kind of an overall kind That's, of a like a. Don't they have other? They have other rappers. They're they're like a mainstream hip hop label. This is gonna be underground. Okay. 
This is gonna be like okay, so. So um, this is like this is like Def Jam signing Rockefeller. All right. Yeah, great. exactly. It's like you know, like like aftermath. What up? <laughs> yeah. Um. According to an exclusive report. Let's make the speculation real quick. I know I, you want to read this. Hold on. I, 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 no, read it first, and then I'll make yeah, speculation. Yeah. Let's, let's, let me read this. According to an exclusive report by Osen, Young Hyun Suk is said to have carried a regretful heart for, about not being able to keep all the singer and musician hopefuls in the past who applied to YG wanting to do hip hop. Uh, because of this, he has decided to ask Epic Hyde, who, ha- who has the best knowledge about the underground scene and the tradition of hip hop in YG, uh, cause it certainly is, isn't YG himself, to establish a new label, which will be supported behind the scenes by YG Entertainment. Uh, Tablo was chosen to serve as the head of this new label, as he not only understands the underground scene, but is also a multi-talented hip hop musician, hip hop musician who can write, compose, and play instruments in, in addition to rapping and singing. Uh, Yan Hyung Suk told the media outlet whether it was one time or Jin Yushan, YG's roots has, have always been in with hip hop. YG is indebted to all those in this land who pursue, who pursue, all those on his, on this land who pursue hip hop and also feel gratitude towards them. We will be doing our best to support this new hip hop label so that it will become a good opportunity to, to, to those doing the underground hip hop. Um, yeah, and, you know, Tableau talked about how he's been producing for YGX, you know, and he's developing a new label. Uh, all right, you can give your thoughts and your speculations. Well, what do you think? All right, okay. all right, all right. So I think this could kind of be a cool idea. Um, I think this definitely could be one of these things of like skyrocketing Tableau to that next level of, of just kind of showing his skill in now like being able to pick the best of the best but here's what i want to do right of the rappers that we know that are kind of unsigned or kind of like out there on their own which i, I, I can't really think of many um who aren't just either already signed to like brand new music or or somewhere else <laughs> um i'm trying to speculate who it is that is out there that i can think of that they're gonna sign yeah, that's the thing that that it could be anybody because we we are not. Uh, I think unfortunately the the unfortunate thing of being all the way over here <laughs> and not over there is that we're not in the clubs uh, or on the streets of Seoul, and we haven't met all the rappers that are out there making you know mixtapes and doing things out there. Uh, yeah, like there there could be you know guys on on smaller independent labels that could get a good shot. Uh, I, alright, right here, right now. This is what I want, right? I, I'm not sure if Otelli is signed yet. They, I think they should sign Otelli. Um, guys like P Type. Uh, I gotta see where P Type is signed. Yeah. Two. I want them to sign Shopgun. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I, I was throwing up. He's out there. He, he's a free agent. <laughs> he's a good guy. He works hard. He can He's run a the good board. hand. Wait. <laughs> I think I'm talking about the wrong sport. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but that, definitely, I think this could be a new, really fun, cool thing that, that is getting ready to happen. Like, Tableau kind of doing this, like, would be really cool. And then, like, if there's another season of Show Me the Money 4, which which we know there is. There's gonna be show me the money for. Um, 
we, you know, and hopefully we get to see a lot more of the, the, the under, Jesus, the underground guys we haven't heard from yet. Um, or even if we do hear from people that we have heard from in the past. <gasps> um, the other thing I'm thinking of, right? This could be another really great way of taking some of the people who are in groups, Bobby, um, you know, uh, and being like, yo, we got that hip hop label fucking two floors down. You know what I'm saying? Like you could go down there and work on that, that Bobby mixtape, that Mino mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. fuck rap monster. Like, co- like you got to start diversifying out here. YG. Like we got to get this shit done. Like, <laughs> diversifying your portfolio and shit. Wu-Tang right. financial. Um, um Hopefully, maybe Tableau could get in somebody's ear and we could finally get the fucking top album with the fucking all these goddamn top songs that are out there in the goddamn streets. Somebody put them in a nice package. Like, yes. And then just give us one or two new ones. Like, goddamn yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, give us a physical thing we can buy so we can support them. Yes. Like, ah, uh, that, that, this, it, it, it sounds like it's, it could be a really good thing. I don't, it, it, and it could be even be like, uh, built with the same mentality that they m- recorded the last Epic High album, which was divorced from YG Entertainment. It, even though under, you know, kind of not in the building, not in the recording studio, you know, in another recording studio away from YG Entertainment. And they just Im- and let it be its own world, its own, you know, existence and to kind of establish its own sound and its own personality. Um, and what, Cass? The visual that just popped in my head of YG being like Puff Daddy and like having a bunch of trainees there being like, you gotta, you gotta walk across the Han River Bridge and go get me some kimbap. There's an old lady on the other side. She makes the best kimbap in Korea. You gotta walk there and bring it back to me. <laughs> Making the band. God damn. That just popped in my head. I can't, I'm fucking dying right now. Yeah. Let's move on because that's, I'm, I'm looking forward to what, what that label is. But, uh, because, you know, Tableau is a smart mind and he can, he can, yeah. he can kick some ass. Uh, but let's move on. To, uh, to another label doing crazy things. Uh, SME wants to bankrupt fans are making 20 versions of Exo's Exodus. Uh, we are not kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> uh, online music store, and this is up in, uh, on the 26th, uh, online music store, Sonara has revealed that SM Entertainment will do everything in their power to bleed XOL dry of money by making XO's Exodus comeback have 20 versions with a set of 10 in both Korean and Chinese. Uh, both the Korean and Chinese editions of the album available in gold and silver respectively will be available in 10 different versions, each with a different member gracing the album's cover. When placed together in a set, the spines of the album unveil EXO's logo to relay its competition, completion as a collection. That's right, AKB48. All the pointless versions you make out of your singles and albums are nothing compared to this shameless cash grab. <laughs> Suck it! Uh, the best slash worst part of this is that it is totally gonna work and, and it totally did looking at the physical sales numbers. 
and people are going to go up on the streets over the shit and taking out second mortgage mortgages. Um, this is insane. <laughs> um, but you know what? If people want it, you can't necessarily blame, you can't necessarily tell people not to make dumb decisions in life. You know, they're just going to have to learn for themselves. I don't know. Do you have thoughts, Kaz? Okay, my initial thought when I looked at this was like, eh, but, you know, you would have the the fan who would just be like, oh, this person is my bias. I'm going to get this one. Then my mind went to, then you have the person who's like, uh, I have to have the whole thing. <laughs> like... <laughs> I have to have, like, if I don't have the logo, I'm not a real, a real fan. Like, if I don't, if I don't have it, like, it, it just is not real. And then, you know, the, you know, like, I, I, I could go, all right, you know, you bought all the Korean ones, cool. But then there's that one person who's like, oh, but I also got the Chinese ones. And then everyone's like, well, this bitch, now I gotta fucking one up this bitch. You know? <laughs> One set comes in yeah, gold and so, the other comes comes in silver. And it's like, ah, uh, I like the gold one, but but I like I, I speak the other language. I'm like, ah, uh, you know, are you like the, the silver? Yeah, I don't. I just I don't know what to do. I, like, this is definitely a cash grab, and it can't be seen as anything else but a cash grab. But the the fans will just eat it up and just yeah take it for what it is and I, I don't know I don't know if I should feel bad for them they do that to themselves <laughs> yeah um yeah um entail physical and then it, it's reflected on the uh as of as of four days ago, um, they, you know, the, the, uh, I didn't put this in the links, but they, they, on Reddit, somebody posted the physical album sales of the first quarter of 2015 as of four days ago. Um, and well, uh, EXO's number one, <laughs> which you can't see, but, uh, EXO's number one with Exodus, not but freaking days. <laughs> already sold eighty eighty eight thousand four hundred copies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Compared yeah. to albums I have, you know, and then with, with that's just a Korean version. The Chinese version sold another forty eight thousand. And that came out yeah. how many days ago? Yeah. Eight days ago. On four days. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. there's nothing else to say to that. It's just. And hey, that's why they, they exist. Hopefully, hopefully the guys are getting some of that money at least. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, that's all I'm gonna that's, say. As, as hopefully they're getting some of that money because they're will. the ones putting in work. Yeah. Hopefully. We can, we can, we can tell ourselves that. For the, for the sake of our own sanity. Um, but yes. Last but not least, last headline. 
Uh, giant penises roam the streets of Japan. It's the Kanamata Phallus Festival. So, uh, I'm going to put a disclaimer right here. Unfortunately, I already knew that this was a thing because I found out about it a couple of years ago. <laughs> and I've always been watching. Every year I watch, like, there's always at least one YouTube video of the parade, so I always yeah. end up picking it out. Yeah. So, um, pretty crazy and ridiculous, kind of, yeah. some of the parts of this festival. Yeah, so this is something that's been going on for, for, for quite, quite a while. Uh, on Sunday, April 5th, Kanamaya Shrine held its annual Kanamata Matsuri, a traditional Japanese festival of Shinto origin that incorporates a phallic parade and has now become quite the tourist magnet. And there were penises everywhere! Uh, Kanamata Festival takes place every year at Kanama- Kanayama Shrine in Kawasaki City. The festival is dedicated to Kanamata, originally god of blacksmithing, but now prayed to as a god of fertility, childbirth, and protection from STDs. Um, I, I would personally pray to the Trojan Man, but that, that's just me. Uh, unfortunately, unlike last year, the weather wasn't particularly good. With the rain turning the grounds of the shrine into sludge, but that didn't stop people from having a good time. The pro- festival probably had the largest concentration of foreigners I've ever seen in Japan. It's about his experiences. People of all nationalities were here to yeah. gaze upon the giant penises and drink copious, amu- copious amounts of beer from first thing in the morning. The place was absolutely packed in you know, the three Mikoshi or portable shrines. That are carried around the area are the Kanamata boat Mikoshi, tall and black. Uh, the Elizabeth Mikoshi, big and pink. Hey. And the Kanamata big Mikoshi, squat and wooded. Wooden. They circled around the streets for a couple hours pursued by spectators who just didn't want to let the peen out of their sight or their camera lessons. Before heading back to, head, heading back to the shrine to be stowed away for another year. There's only so much the world can handle. Um, so without further ado, onto the phallic photos. There's also some really, really great photos in here of just people at the festival. Yeah. There's like a really great picture of a lady being very surprised by the penis in her hand that she is holding. Oh. Um, a picture of some gentlemen who probably are now like, being made fun of at their frat house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, that cock in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, but this is this is uh, kind of fun, silly things. These are yeah. the things that I love Japan for. I, lo- I love the things that that Japan will just all of a sudden like just uh, celebrate. Can we also talk about? The, I, I'm, I'm hoping they mean it goes from medium to extra large because there are some, si- there's at least a size difference in there that they're missing. <laughs> if they're only selling mediums and extra large. Uh, sometimes <laughs> you make certain orders. I mean, just... <laughs> do, you, do you not have a large? Can I get a large? I mean, I can fit a medium, yeah, but then when I reach my arms up, I get the weird, like, the, the lift Underbelly. up. Yeah. And then the extra large is just too long, so like, come on, <laughs> yeah. work with me here. It's kind of like how the experience I had trying to get a Bailey shirt at the superstore, you know, next to Access last weekend. Uh, yeah, the I'm a hugger shirt. I was like going through the t-shirts. I was like, R S S S S S S S S M M M M M M M M. Okay, L L L L L. 
Two XL. Two XL. Two XL. Two. Wait, 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 wait. LLLLL. Two XL. Two XL. Wait, no, no. I think I think I did that wrong. LLLLLL. Two XL. Damn it! But I'm a hugger too. But I bought it eventually at another show. Nice. But damn, that was a that was a disappointing experience. <laughs> Just like no. Uh besides t-shirts a lot aside, um yeah, this this just is one of those cool things. It's one of those cool things and uh you know, we probably don't need to bring up the fact that they have the phallic festival yet the lady the artist that uh 3D printed her vagina is uh, arrested for indecency <laughs> but we can still just enjoy this for what it is <laughs> which is penis shaped uh uh popsicles i don't know are those candy or popsicles they're candy right uh- I think there there's a mix. I think they have popsicles. I think they have candy as well. And they have like uh, sausages, and they have hats. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. pretty good festival. I mean, anything could be a good time. You don't you don't have to you don't have to fucking like dick to enjoy the penis festival. You just go sure. have a good that goddamn time. It's a parade and a goddamn party, and they're selling food. And I'm exactly. sorry, and beer. You know what this is. You know Morning what this is? Beer. This is an opportunity to fucking day drink. You give me an opportunity to drink, day drink out in the street, mind you, where exactly. normally if you're day drinking out in the street, you're a goddamn hobo. But this is one of those times you could be a normal goddamn upstanding citizen and drink out in the street. Drink. You're not like, like, there, in a couple of, I think in a couple of months or weeks, uh, Pride is coming up, uh, the, the gay Pride. I'm going to go and day drink my ass off. Like, that's where I'm, what I'm dance. going for. I'm not, I'm not day drink and I mean, dance. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go support my friends and, and the celebration of, of gay rights and all that kind of great stuff. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm gonna be day drinking. So, and day drinking is a lovely event for an alcoholic. Cause you're like, I don't have to hide the fact that I am goddamn <laughs> alcoholic and like, I'm gonna put it on display. <laughs> yes. Right here, right now. Um, yes. Always put that shit on display. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Penis festivals for everyone. Enjoy. Um, uh, that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Juku. Um, Kaz, what do you have going on in your neck of the woods? I would like to point everyone's attention. It's not up yet. It'll be up pretty soon. Uh, I had to stop the upload because, uh, I needed the bandwidth to do other things. (laughs) Um, but it will be up. It will go up hopefully, uh, sometime in the coming week. The inception of DKG Welp, the DKG podcast starring myself, Curly, and the kind of the round table of friends that we have that we like to have on. Uh, it's a kind of a growing show in its inception there are two episodes recorded so uh you'll get one uh in your feeds if you go and subscribe when it when it goes live uh and then there will be another one coming out pretty soon after that um most of the time the show is just going to be recorded but uh we tested out 
uh, on the second episode we tested out actually live streaming the show and doing the show live over at twitch.tv slash drunkkidsgaming. So uh, that, and right now it's going to happen every Sunday, uh, 10 p.m. ish uh, Eastern time. Uh, that may change in the future depending on availability of the people that I like to have on because I'm the showrunner for that podcast. Um, it, but it, it, it's a fun show. Uh, there's going to kind of be growing bits and things like that as we go along. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I just I'm, I'm having so much fun with this stuff right yeah. now. You know, you know, I'm I'm usually around at ten o'clock. You know, I'll okay. say normally I thought you were doing the. I'm I'm usually done by record, which is another great show. This is another great show everyone should go uh pay attention to. And if you like the East Asian pop culture over on Record Breakers, I think two episodes, three episodes back, uh, they did uh Epic High Shoebox, mm-hmm. which was a really really fun album which we have also talked about here on this show uh you could also if you're a wrestling fan just i don't know just follow pd he just got done with like a, a crazy yes. tour of of the the world to go see wrestlemania and all the fun indie shows that followed that so you could hear more about that stuff over on the fanny pack wrestling podcast mm-hmm. um and if you want to hear more of me two nerdy black guys go check out two nvg uh it's a pretty good show. Uh, the, there's a good one with our friend Bryce Castile that will be yeah. coming out pretty soon. And then there's probably four or five more that are going to come out after that of me shitting on Tumblr. <laughs> I really is, need to stop doing. Which is always I a really good time. Stop doing <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, follow him at King Cows. Follow me at PD Rave. Uh, follow the shows at Hallyjuku, kpoppodcast.com, rebelly.net for all the other shows. Um, that's it. So, iTunes, Stitcher, subscribe, like, let us know. Until next time, hasta los huevos. Fighting! Crazy. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>